guy can hardly walk, but he's still doing the ministry in, in Epcot, using a scooter all over, uh, just still touching people's lives. Am I on? Yep, yeah. you're on. <laughs> Everything I do is kind of slow, so. <laughs> but my wife is from Hawaii, and we just came back from there, and I fit right in because everything in Hawaii just got two speeds, slow and stop. <laughs> so, uh, as I came in a little bit early, uh, everybody had a setup, the sound system, and passing out pens and hymn books and all. That reminded me, I felt right at home because uh, that's how we started the church. That's a lot of work. I like to give the people a hand for every week being so faithful. It takes a lot of work. And then after everybody leaves, you're the last ones to leave. So I commend you people. And uh, I... Uh, what time am I supposed to be through? <laughs> I'm looking at the, uh, what I told, uh, what, what was her name? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Marissa. 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 <laughs> I guess I scared her, she's not here today. <laughs> I think she and her family went to uh, San Jose this weekend. But uh, one thing that I want to correct on the bulletin is they try to cut me short. Uh, it's from the book of Luke, but it's uh, chapter 14, verses 15 to 23. Uh, but let's talk about the, a banquet. And, uh, but to cut it short, please tell me what time I'm supposed to be through. Okay, I'll cut it short. <laughs> uh, I'll just cut the script down to one verse, and that's verse 23. Uh, I love that verse because uh, Dr. Luke, he talks about, uh, well, he's uh, referring to Jesus saying that uh, I look around here, and there's some empty chairs. That's a lot of work just to set up the chairs, but then uh, he says, uh, go out into the highways and byways of life and so that my house shall be full. And I'm reminded of this verse because who's going to do the work? Uh, I met the Jerry, this morning, he can't do it alone. And I guess when your senior pastor left, what, a couple weeks ago? He invited me to come, but I guess he just wanted me to fill the pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. And uh, I was greeted by Pastor Roy. 
I said, I'm not a pastor. I'm just a lay people, lay person. Ordinary, I'd be sitting in one of those chairs out there and enjoying to hear Pastor Waylon, Pastor David, or somebody else. And by the way, when you recognize people, this morning there's one lady out there that came from China, and she worked at Disney, and she said, Gloria, can you just raise your hand? And, and she came all the way from, I think you live somewhere near downtown. That's even lo- further than Torrance. I came from Torrance this morning. So I appreciate this, and I feel right at home because of the setup here. And <clears throat> well, in preparation for uh, my retirement, I was pondering, what should I do? I want to retire when I hit 60. Well, I was born in 1931, I think. And uh, <laughs> don't, don't write anything down because I'll, I'll just tell you I'm 86 years old. But uh, I was preparing to retire. And where should I, what should I do? I thought, ah, I know what I should do. I'm an ABC, just like many of you. Uh, I'm going to head out to California, maybe San Francisco. I love that uh, Bay Area. The temperature is cool. I love the cool weather. But uh, <clears throat> the uh, when I. Uh, uh, prayed about it. I didn't have that comfort that you usually have after you pray for, Lord, please lead me. And then I got a call from uh, my wife's father. He's gone now, but at, at that time he was 89 years old in 1989. By the way, Many of you people that are at least 30, 40 years old, what happened in 1989? Anybody know? Two significant things that happened. One was Tiananmen Square in China, where they had the student uprising and the democracy movement. That was June 4th, 1989, and uh, uh, November 7th, of 1989, that's when the Berlin Wall came down. I said, man, that's really history. And uh, I looked at the TV, and I didn't know at the time that in China, uh, CCN didn't broadcast the democracy movement in China. And so when people came from China uh, to work at Disney, uh, they just uh, were shocked when they asked me, do you have anything on, uh, on a disc or something that we can watch? Uh, what happened on, on June 4th, 1989? So they were shocked. And because of that, George H. Bush, he signed in 1993 the uh, uh, 
what they call a uh, freedom that the people with the F-1 visa to this country, they can apply for a green card. And so a lot of people from Disney World uh, were able to were able to uh, <clears throat> stay in this country. And uh, I, th I thought of uh, trying to uh, find out all I could about the Bay Area and about the, oh, the ABC Chinese. And there's a lot of older ABCs that live in LA, Arizona, uh, the Bay Area. I said, man, that's a, that's a place where I should go. But then my uh, sister, who is a Christian in Orlando, says, hey, Roy, you should come down to Orlando. I said, for what? It's too hot. I don't want to go there. <laughs> so she says, there's a lot of Chinese at uh, Disney World, and uh, you should come down and evangelize them. I said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so I came down because I got a call from my father-in-law. He says, you know, my dream, and he was 89 at the time, my dream was to see Disney World. And so I called him back. I said, Dad, if you want to see Disney World, I think you should come this year. And that was 1989. And so he took me up on that, and he came. And then uh, we, took to, we drove from Chicago all the way down to Florida. And then I says, wow. How many people have been to Disney World? Oh, quite a few. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure you've been to Epcot. How many countries are there represented? There's 11. Okay, uh, they might add on a couple more. But, uh, <clears throat> so I decided, okay, I'll take the challenge. I went to Epcot. I said, I'm going to try something. I looked around. I says, I'm a male. Most of the workers from China are females. So I found one old fellow. He, must be, he was a local Chinese. Ah, there he is. I started talking with him. He won't give me the time of day even. I says, forget him. <laughs> and then I, I looked over there, and there was a young lady. She's uh, in the department where they sell Changsam, uh, you know, the long dresses. No, nobody's buying the dresses. She's just standing around. I said, oh, there's one. There's a prospect. And uh, I started talking with her. And uh, that's another, a long story, but... She was our first fruit. But, you know, when I go to uh, places like Epcot, and they, they kind of took that phrase from the, you people here in Disneyland, 
the happiest place on earth. There cannot be two places that are called <laughs> happiest. There's only one, right? So I, I Googled it on uh, my smartphone. Happiest place on earth. You know, you know what came up? Norway. <laughs> So I says, yeah, I've been to Norway. I think I have to agree with that. Uh, uh, people are friendly. They speak English. And, uh, so I said, I'm not going to. But then if you look down further, uh, they have the happiest place on earth was given to, was coined by uh, Disneyland in, where's that place here? Where do you call that? Anaheim, yeah. <laughs> See, when you get old, you need all the help you can get. So, anyway, uh, now if you go to Disney World, local people call Epcot the happiest place on earth. But we as Christians, we know where the happiest place in heaven is. It's not here on earth, it's going to be up there. But... Uh, so that's really started our ministry. And we went back to Chicago, and then we said, Lord, I always wanted uh, to share the gospel with ABCs. I cannot speak Mandarin. I speak uh, Cantonese. I went to school in Hong Kong. And when I came back, I didn't speak any English. I was born in Chicago, but I went back to Hong Kong because I was the last of eight kids. And I'm the little finger. My dad looked around and says, you, you go back to China. Okay, I was five years old. I had no choice. So I stayed with my aunt in Hong Kong and went to school there. And when I uh, came back when I was nine years old, I didn't know any English. And, uh, <clears throat> and so I didn't know at the time, but learning a different language is really a blessing. And if these people have kids, I would encourage you to learn as many languages as you can. Uh, Korean, maybe not Russian, but. <laughs> I was gonna say, forget North Korea, but South Korea speaks the same language, right? <laughs> so anyway, um, we, we uh, wanted to uh, really serve the Lord, so we prayed and went back. And I, I talked to some of the professors at Moody because during my spare time, I took all the uh, apologetic courses that I could. I didn't graduate from Moody, but I took all the courses, even wrote tracks and all that whole bit, but uh, I guess they weren't too good. They were never published. <laughs> but I had some that were aimed at uh, engineering people. I thought it was pretty good, but I guess the uh, Lord had something else in mind. And so uh, we prayed about it, and we, we came down here, to not here, but in Florida, uh, about three, four times a year. I spent all my vacation time that I had at work to, to use it to, to go to Orlando. So uh, 
finally in about 1999, we were just going back and forth, back and forth. I said, I'm getting tired of being a gorilla. I just hit and run, hit and run. I said, we got to move down there. So we decided that we're going to buy a house and, uh, and move. And finally, in the year 2000, we finally moved. And I remember I asked uh, Pastor Whalen, hey, Pastor, uh, I want to have you dedicate our house to be used to the Lord. So he says, what am I supposed to do? I said, I don't know. I'm not a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I never dedicated a house. I said, I just want you to dedicate our house to be used to the Lord. This is not my house. It's the Lord's. And we, so we, he, the Lord gave us a five-bedroom house. And we, little did we know that, uh, forget it, my battery's gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so I was... Uh, trying to think of ways, how can I reach the Chinese? And most of them spoke Mandarin. I only spoke Cantonese. And so, uh, then when I started, uh, it was really something to, just by face recognition, you don't have to speak. You know, sometimes we were so afraid of talking to people. And Chinese, they don't talk to each other. I found that out. They would walk past a desk and see the person sitting there day after day, months after months. They don't talk to each other. I said, how, how, you don't even know these people. But that's their nature. And, uh, and then my, my, even my wife was surprised because I used to be very much an introvert and I didn't want to speak. I'd be scared still sitting here. I'd be shaking in my boots. I, I can't talk. And so uh, the Lord changed me from being an introvert to an extrovert. Now my wife says, I can't shut you off. <laughs> but you know, I have something that my earphone just went out of order. I have this thing here. This, this is not a radio or anything. This is from a hearing aid. Even if I just got one, I could just click it and I could pick up more sound. And it's a very expensive hearing aid. But I'm glad that you people helped pay for it because this is from the VA hospital. And... Uh, I just made it louder because I only got one now. And uh, so the Lord has been good to us. And then I said, you know, I have so many problems. People look at me and they say, oh, you're looking good. I said, I might look okay on the outside, but inside it's terrible. I understand there's a medical team going to Honduras here. Uh, I, 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 I told... Uh, Danny Wu, uh, Pastor David's son, uh, 
I told him I, I, I heard that he was praying for me as I speak, this, even to be here. Because already this year I've been to the ER three times already. And uh, it's a miracle. Every time I... Uh, <laughs> should I mention this, Waylon? <laughs> I was supposed to speak at the South Bay Church for Pastor Waylon. And uh, I called him the, the Saturday before. I, I says, hey, Pastor, I think you better get something ready for tomorrow. He said, you're supposed to speak. I says, I can't. I'm in the hospital. What is the name of the hospital I was at? <laughs> I says, I, 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 I fell unconscious, and then I found out I had a congestive uh, heart failure. And really, I thought I, I had an out-of-body experience. And then when I came to, I looked around and I said, oh, I'm back on planet Earth. <laughs> I'm looking for the, the streets that are paved with gold and everything. I said, oh, I'm looking for my new body. <laughs> but I'm still here on Earth, and so after, uh, Pastor Wayland preached, he came over to see me in the hospital. He said, what are you doing here? And I said, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> so this has been my history, you know. Every time I'm down, the Lord picks me up. And my wife, she's a great encourager. She says, you know, you come back every time you're down. That's because your work on earth is not done yet. You gotta keep on working. I said, I'm finished. In fact, when I went down to, to uh, Orlando, I thought of getting a rocking chair. I always dreamed that, oh, I can just shut my eyes and rock back and forth. That, that's the life, you know. <laughs> but you know what? I said, I can't walk around Epcot. He got me an electric scooter. I got around faster. <laughs> and so, you know, God has a way of using people. Uh, you think, I'm nobody. And we are nobody in God's sight. But through the Holy Spirit, he can use us. And uh, one time Pastor Wayland came to our house. He says, Roy, do you ever keep track of how many people have come to know the Lord at Disney World? I said, no. He says, you should. I said, why? I, I hate paperwork. <laughs> Even though I was a plant manager, I, I hate paperwork. And uh, he says, write it down so that uh, you can encourage other lay people. And at that time, uh, we met, I was still in Chicago. I think it was 19, you were in, uh, you were in Orlando, 1998, I'm telling you. <laughs> and he says, uh, just write down what you think. And I started writing down all the different names. And I, my mind was a little sharper. The, I came out with, uh, about 75, and that was 10 years ago. 
So I'm sure it's in the hundreds. And so the problem with the email is that when, when people go back to China and they write to me, uh, well, nice uh, talking with you through email. Now they have WeChat. How many are familiar with WeChat? So uh, that's a great tool. And uh, it, it's amazing how, but I warn the people, uh, just don't put down your, uh, okay, bye. What happened? Oh, my water. Thank you. <laughs> just don't put down your first name because you put down Sue or somebody like that. I know about three or four of them. I said, what's your last name? I, I write back. I said, before I answer, please tell me what your last name is. So, and then um, I'm going to be showing some slides. I'm going to be showing some slides uh, of some of the results that I got. And uh, so uh, the, the Lord called us down to Orlando, and I hate the weather. It's hot. I love this weather, but I understand about a week ago, you guys had something over 100 degrees or something. I said, I guess I should have stayed in Chicago. I love the cold weather. You know, in sub-zero weather, I'd never own a glove or a hat. I just love it. But uh, my wife is from Hawaii, and she's the complete opposite. I turn the heat down, she turns it up. I turn it down, she turns it up. I said, well, I guess maybe we should have gotten twin beds or something. <laughs> but, you know... Uh, I said, how, how best can I really uh, serve the Lord? And that is through hospitality. You know, one pastor I heard speak, he says, the way to a Chinese heart is through his stomach. And so uh, I love eating. In fact, this morning I was almost late coming here because I couldn't button my shirt. I had a tie. I says, can you help me button this button? You've gotten too fat. <laughs> well, I, I can't help it. You know, when you're old, you love to eat. Uh, so I'm sorry I don't even have a tie. I can't even button this. So <laughs> Any, anyway, uh, <clears throat> so one thing that I learned is that if you see a person, just shock them. You know how you shock them? Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is so-and-so. Uh, is there anything I can do for you? Ugh. You don't do anything for somebody that you don't know. But that's if you love them, and that's what the Lord says, you love them. And then uh, you don't want anything in return. Just go out and love them. And... Uh, You'd be surprised what kind of results you get. And uh, I remember Gloria, I met. Raise your hand. Uh, she, 
she, she's from uh, Hainan Island. I, I don't know what I went to Hainan Island for, uh, but uh, that's where some of the the, uh, the missiles are launched from China, over there, and also in the north, uh, northwest section, where the Silk Road is. That's where they launched the, their uh, missiles. But that's where I met uh, Gloria. She was in uh, in uh, came on, on as a cast member. She worked there. And then she, I think she is the one that referred me to go visit my home island. I said, oh, okay, maybe I should. So I went there. And, uh, but just go up and talk to people and love them and serve them. Uh, and don't expect anything in return. Of course, uh, sometimes you meet some of the Chinese people they take advantage of you. You do this, you do that. Then you start scratching your head. I said, I'm not getting there anywhere with this guy. Uh, and I politely just drop out of sight. Because uh, <clears throat> the Lord was not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. But they, we are, everybody in this world, how many billion now? About five, six billion? I don't know how many, I can't keep track of it, but there are so many people, but yet they're not all to be saints. And by the way, we're, as Christians, we're called to be saints. Uh, like in the Catholic Church, you saint this saint. I said, wow, you look at the book of Peter and say, wow, I'm a saint. Of course you are. If you're a born-again believer, you're a saint. And that's quite an honor. But uh, <clears throat> when you serve them, I have to kind of rush here, but when, when you serve them, you'd be surprised about the results. Uh, but sometimes we uh, kind of stereotype people. Even I have to watch myself. I look at a person, uh, I don't think he's, he's a candidate for heaven. <laughs> so you, you, you pass him up and then you go somewhere else. But that's why I, before going to Epcot, where there's 11 countries represented, I just pray a short prayer. I said, Lord, just lead me to the ones that I should be talking to because I can't talk to everybody. So, and that's my prayer. And uh, you'd be surprised uh, the results that you get. And uh, I have to tell you this one incident about a girl. Uh, I thought she was ready for, uh, to accept the Jesus into her life. I said, I, she says, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I said, I think you are. Just commit yourself. Ask the Lord to come into your heart and be a child of his. She says, no, I can't. And then uh, she went back, and then uh, a few years later, uh, 
I understand that she went to uh, uh, England for graduate school. And she went back, and she was from Hong Kong. And uh, then I met up with her, and she says, Uncle Roy, I'm sorry. When you asked me to become a, a child of God, I, I refused. But now I'm a believer. I said, that's great. He says, you're not sad? I said, no, I'm not sad. I'm happy. I'm happy because you're a born-again believer. And that's the way it should be, and because we know that some are called the plants, some are called the water, some are called the harvest. But I think the fun part is the harvesting. And, uh, and we have to realize that sometimes it takes teamwork. You know, like... Uh, uh, pastor here, he can't do the. You look kind of tired this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of you people out here. He could use the help. So it takes teamwork. And I look at all these people setting up with all this equipment. I said, "Wow, it gives me a headache just watching people work so hard." And then. After we leave, then they have to pick up everything, and oh, it's just too much. But yet, uh, there's no disappointments in serving Jesus, because the verse that says that uh, you know the gospel goes out, it will never return void, and that's true. And uh, before I yak too much, I better start. Anyway, I just want to show you a few slides. Why did I turn it off? These things take so long, and mine is so old. I told you I'm not a computer whiz, but I think I can get it. Nothing? There is, there's nothing here. No, those are my grandkids. 
It should be uh, harvest. This is the first thing that you see when you go in. And a lot of people think it's just a big golf ball. It looks like a big golf ball, but you know, inside there's tracks and, and it talks about creation from day one. Is it working? Okay. And uh, these are some of the people uh, that went in. My uh, son is there with, and the one on the far right, this one is my daughter-in-law. And this girl is from Germany and is from Hong Kong, China. And uh, so we get to meet all kinds of people. And in the background is, uh, is our church that we go to, and we go to the 8.30 service. And these people are from mainland China, this one's from Japan, and this one is uh, from uh, Guangzhou. And so, uh, for some of you single guys, I think you should go there, because mo most of the workers <laughs> are girls. And then, uh, talk about harvesting. And uh, I encourage people to go back to China or Hong Kong or Germany to get baptized. And, but some people uh, want to get baptized here in America. In our church, we have uh, beach baptism at least uh, once or twice a year. And here's a girl that I met, she was selling ice cream at Epcot, and uh, she accepted the Lord. In fact, I was sharing the gospel with her in our living room, and uh, I, I just keep rattling on and on and on, and then my wife says, Roy, Karen's trying to say something. I look, I said, you want to say something? She says, yeah, I want to accept the Lord. <laughs> So unbeknownst to me at the time, uh, people know, knew her. I didn't know her. People say, 
you know, her parents are real high up in the hierarchy of the Communist Party. I said, whoa. I said, uh, I might be arrested. So anyway, I encourage her to go home to get baptized so she get local support. And so she did. And she went back and uh, she not didn't just go to the church to get uh, uh, baptized. She witnessed to her boyfriend. And so the, uh, the boyfriend is right here uh, on the left side. And this is the pastor in the center, and she's on the right. And uh, I said, wow, there's second-generation Disney people born again in China. And see, this is some of the young people that were baptized in the suburb because she wanted to get baptized in the suburb because in Shanghai, you know, being the daughter of a high official, that's not too good. So, and these are some of her new uh, friends, Christian friends. But here's a girl, uh, South Bay Church. What's the name of that church? South Bay Presbyterian. They sent some people, young people, to Disney World to be my shadow. I says, oh, okay. And uh, as we were leaving one day from Epcot, one of the girls says, Uncle Roy, there's a, there's an Asian girl that's with a big glove on, just waving. I said, oh, I gotta talk to her. And she, to make a long story short, she's in the center, and she accepted the Lord. And uh, I said, I want you to go home to get baptized. She says, Uncle Roy, you don't understand. I'm from Xinjiang. I said, well, where's that? She said, way out, next to Kyrgyzstan and uh, whatever, Afghanistan. Or, she says, most of them are Muslim. I won't even find a church out there. So I said, okay, you want to get baptized, you get baptized here. So uh, the girl on the Far left, she's a Christian uh, from Japan. The girl uh, on her, on her left, on our right-hand side, uh, she's from Guangzhou. She accepted the Lord also. And these are the, some of the young people that went to see her get baptized, and they're having little refreshments at the beach. And here's the same girl. I want to show this picture because last October we were in Shanghai. And the fellow that's up there is uh, her father. And uh, he spoke only Mandarin. I, I, I had to speak English to him. He doesn't understand Cantonese. So I had happened to have uh, four spiritual laws in, in uh, Chinese. And so I says, oh, uh, let's sit down here and ask him to read level number one. He got through reading it, and then uh, the daughter helped me uh, uh, be a translator. And then, uh, okay, what does law number two say? And so forth, law three, law four, and then we went to the spiritual, four spiritual laws. And so you could take advantage of the situation. I think he came to see uh, what kind of people we are. Who is this Uncle Roy and Auntie Lee? 
So he flew from Xinjiang, that's equivalent like from LA to Chicago. And I'm sure he had to take buses and stuff like that to get to the airport to get an airplane. But he came in uh, in the afternoon one day, stayed one night, next day went home. I said, I'm really humbled. I, I don't understand. I, I don't think I would do that to see somebody that far and just come in. And then uh, this picture is uh, China Pavilion. I think Gloria, this is where he worked. And you see this, uh, she looks kind of Caucasian, but she's actually, uh, her father was uh, Palestinian, her mother's German. And one day she says, hey, Uncle Roy, you know, I pray for you every day. You do? Who do you pray to? She says, I don't know, but I pray for you. <laughs> so uh, we sat down, and I found out that she had to, uh, she went to uh, a Lutheran school in Germany during the daytime, five days a week. But on weekends, she had to go to the uh, study the Koran. So please answer me, who do you pray to? She says, I don't know. So, and then we shared the gospel with her, with tears coming down. She says, I want to believe in Jesus. And uh, she is so sweet. She, she uh, flies for Lufthansa Airline as a flight attendant. And she heard that this year I had to go back to Cleveland Clinic because I have an artery. I mean, I have an artery that's the aortic, artery, uh, aneurysm, this, uh, five centimeters, which is probably about three inches, is considered dangerous. And my, artery, uh, my aneurysm down here below the navel, this is where it splits to the right leg and left leg, mine is 12 centimeters. And I says, man, and when that balloon busts, I'm gone. And uh, but so she, she says, are your kids going to be there? I said, yeah, they're going to be in Cleveland. But I told them not to come to Orlando because they live up north, and why did they come down here? I had to fly up there. My wife and I will just fly to Cleveland. She said, no, I'm coming <clears throat> to make sure you're okay on the airplane. So she flew all the way from Berlin to Orlando to accompany us on, on the airplane ride to, <coughs> to Cleveland. And then she... I got a rental car and everything and took us to the hospital. And after our kids came, she went home. I said, wow, I'm really humbled. I, I, I don't understand why people do things like that for me. And here's some more German people. The one on the left is uh, three quarters uh, Thai. Oh, Vietnamese and one quarter uh, German. And the girl on the right is uh, a, a German girl. So we have opportunity. Now, here's a guy. Uh, he has a Chinese name that I can't pronounce. So I said, I'm going to call you Will. Oh, Will. I like that name. So 
from then on, I, then I found out he was a, a communist. <coughs> He's a party member and uh, a diehard party member. I didn't know that. Maybe it's good that I didn't know. But here again, he became a Christian. And then he went back home and he found a Christian girl and he's married now. It's amazing. And we meet the Japanese people and here's a girl from Guangzhou and uh, one morning, you know, we're 12 hour difference between Orlando and Guangzhou, China. Get a call early in the morning. Hello, says, Uncle Roy. How do I become a Christian? Huh? <laughs> that woke me up anyway. And uh, I I can't go around when we went to Shanghai. And so I said, if you want to see me, you got to come to the hotel. Here's some of them. Uh, we had dinner, but some came uh, different hours to the hotel room. And we had great fellowship. And the same thing, these people, they look alike. I guess Chinese look alike. This, this is in Hong Kong, same thing again. And so our, our work is, I'm waiting for the Lord to call me home. Uh, I'm preparing to leave, and I asked my wife, I said, if I should die in Orlando, do you know what to do? She said, I don't know. So I decided to call a funeral home in Orlando. I said, uh, do you people ship bodies to uh, Chicago? So oh, yeah, we do. Uh, where's the body at? I said, well, <laughs> And I said, you're talking to him. And there was a long pause. <laughs> and then he says, oh, I get it. You're just preparing. I said, yeah, I'm just preparing. But, you know, the Lord has his way of dealing. And I know I'm, I'm going to be leaving pretty soon. And just this past month, we were back in Chicago. I got the funeral home all set up, the cemetery, the plot, and the program. I even asked Pastor Dave to come out and be to, to officiate my my funeral, and there's, the, see this family, the one on the left, he's from Trinidad. The one on the right, his wife, is from Jamaica. And they have two kids, but the, I don't have this picture of the one, but the nine-year-old, this one's about six. The nine-year-old had cancer in China. They were missionaries in China for four years. And like I said, it was sometimes we stereotype people. But here, I said, I just picture, they call themselves black. I said, are you really missionaries to China? She said, yeah, we speak Mandarin. I said, whoa. And then after that, they had to come back to, to or, uh, America to, to, to treat the cancer of the boy. He's nine, and uh, uh, they have set up uh, 
organization for reaching out to the Chinese, and since my wife is Japanese, uh, uh, they wanted to start a ministry to the Japanese too. I said, how about Germans? He said, yeah, everybody. Okay, I said, all right. Uh, they asked me to be a board member. I said, well, if it doesn't involve too much work, I can do it. So uh, as I prepared to, to uh, meet my savior, I says, I can see the Lord's hand taking over so that I can really retire. So there's a song that comes to my mind and uh, I want uh, my wife just to sing it at this time in closing. The song that Roy asked me to sing is called Until Then. And I think the chorus is really uh, fitting and touching because it says, you know, until the Lord calls me home, I'll continue to sing and share and do the ministry that he calls us to. And the words especially of the uh, second stanza says, the things, the things of earth will dim and lose their value if we recall they're borrowed for a while. And things of earth that cause the heart to tremble, remembered there will only bring a smile. But until then, my heart will go on singing until then, with joy I'll carry on. Until the day my eyes behold the, the city. Until the day God calls me home. My heart can sing when I pause to Remember, a heartache here is but a stepping stone along a trail that winds always upward. This troubled world is not my final home. But until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, I'll ca carry on. Until the day my eyes behold the city. Until the day God calls me home. The things of earth will dim and lose their value 
if we recall they're borrowed for a while and things of earth that cause the heart to tremble remembered there will only bring a smile but until then my heart will keep on singing until then with joy I'll carry on until the day the minds behold the city until the day God calls me home Worship team, come, come on up. Uh, Uncle Roy and Auntie Leora, I just want to thank you so much. Continue worshiping the Lord together by um, um, giving back to God time and uh, closing with the with the hymn. Um, and then one last thing before we have the benediction, we're going to pray for the Honduras team. So I want want to uh, alert them and make sure that they they know that you know to get ready for that. So, but we're going to close with a hymn that we're all quite familiar with. I think Amazing Grace, and uh, we're all amazed by the grace of God.